0: Of the day everyone today is hot garbage true crime edition i'm your host nisha and this is my beautiful best friend and co-host buddha
1: badass
0: and guess what buddha i don't know if i told you but we are at a 100 followers now on instagram isn't that great
1: okay the 100 yes that means you. we are all about the benjamins
0: yes that's exactly what it means. Thank you so much you guys for following us and showing us so much love and support. Keep following us. Follow us Hot Garbage Show. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. You can listen to us anywhere podcasts are and just keep telling your friends about
1: it. We should start having some sort of shout out to like, you know, followers or something like that. I, if I was a follower, I'd like to be like, "Oh, they're saying Sexy Lexi." You know, just in their show somewhere randomly for a commercial break or something. Yeah. So, we should find a way to just, you know, give the love back to the people that love us.
0: Yeah, you know what? That's true. Because without them, there is no us.
1: Right? So, the 100 people that's out there, help us out when she gets onto the blog. And give some ideas on what you think we could do to give love back to you guys.
0: Yes. Because we do love you guys. This is so great. Mm. And, um... Today's case is actually, it's crazy because last week we had a really good interview with my friend Sunshine, and it did kind of, it shed light on, you know, women abusing men. Well, this case is the same thing. That is fun.
1: That is fun. That whole interaction was. I think you guys should hear that, and you guys have heard by this time, but I, I was like... That was amazing. Got me tossed back, and it 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 got real in there. Yeah, it did. did. I don't remember half the show, man. It was real.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe
1: it. You were toasted. (laughs) Man, man, I really don't remember the show.
0: Yeah, sunshine is a good hospitality. She's amazing.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Awesome person
0: well this week's case um it does shed light on again you know women abusing men and i feel like it's something that's not talked about because there's a lot of domestic violence but most of it that's talked about is men against women but women can abuse men and it's something that a lot of men are you know they're scared to talk about and they're ashamed because there's a stigma like why are you letting a woman abuse you you know stuff like that but women can abuse men and sometimes it's different situations what if they have a weapon what if they're like a big boned woman are they're rough you know there's so many different reasons why a man could get abused by a woman and they shouldn't be scared to talk about
1: that. I mean, that's the whole movie of Norbit is him getting abused by a woman. Um, But it is a stigma that you put on with you and your friends and your, your, Mm -hmm. your, your, your community. And simultaneously, the system itself is kind of catered to women when it talk about domestic interaction, anything, yeah, you know, even when it comes down to who gets the kid off top, the kid, the mother goes to the mo- the mother gets the kids off top. I don't care, she's a crackhead, a oh, guy, yeah. and he he's a senator, mm-hmm, you yeah. know, she gets the kid and she gets alimony and she gets money, mm-hmm. you know, so it's 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 a system built kind of catering to women that yeah. I feel that women that are are aware it's it's a scary thing and that makes a lot of men scared of it mm-hmm. that they can use that against you,
0: yeah absolutely well this case does take place in Australia I don't know I think this is the first international case we've done huh?
1: uh, I, well this is the first time I heard you talk about Australia but is yeah. that why you say top of the morning every dog on time no that's top just something day, I always say
0: all the time I don't know I think like it's Scottish a, or something yeah I say top of the day top of the evening all the time
1: well, so you <laughs> may have some Scottish heritage coming Maybe, from it yeah. that, is, that is definitely a Scottish thing
0: well I want to give a shout out to my girlfriend Tia for helping me research and write this episode
1: well, she's awesome, man. She's a she's a constant supporter of these of these articles. Yeah, right? so we gotta put out there. It's kind of there's an executive producer Ryan, and then there's like should be like a script. Part that we have under there as, as her always the, the writer of the script. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say of the script because mm-hmm. we're not scripted. Yeah. But of the articles, the articles. Yeah, yeah. The news.
0: Yeah. Because this uh, the research is a you know long process, and I appreciate that help. You know that to sometimes have that help.
1: Girl, yeah. let me tell you, she, that's real, and yeah. she's dedicated because you try to ask me to do some of these research, <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'll pay you. Uh- i will do this yes this is great but you know
0: what you'll see it's actually therapeutic to research these these cases honestly
1: well well, for you it it. does sound such yeah uh, you have murder on your mind a lot (laughs) like young thug
0: (laughs) well i'm gonna get right into this case so Catherine knight was born october 24th 1955 in tenterfield australia so shout out to our australian listeners now, I'm going to talk a little bit about her parents first, because this is explaining her upbringing. Okay. Her mom's name was Barbara Rogan, and she was married to a man named Jack Rogan, and she lived with him in the town of Aberdeen, New South Wales, Hunter Valley in Australia. Now, the two of them together- That
1: sounds fancy, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, when I was, when we were researching, I was like, oh my gosh, Australia has so many names like to their towns.
1: Right? Like that just sounds like a fancy sounding town. Like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, does a duke live there?
0: <laughs> now, Barbara and Jack, they had four sons. So this was before Catherine came about. Together they had four sons. But then Barbara started an affair with one of her husband's coworkers named Ken Knight. So Barbara and Ken moved in together where she left her four kids behind. Mm. The two oldest boys lived with their, ta- their dad and the two youngest got sent to live with an aunt in Sydney, Australia. So, Catherine, I mean Barbara and uh, Ken, they faced a lot of backlash, you know, from the town because of their affair and her leaving her husband and moving in with him,
1: living her life.
0: Yeah. So together, though, they had four additional children. This is where Catherine comes in at. So Catherine had a twin sister. So it was Catherine Knight and Joy Knight, and of course, they were born in 1955. Catherine was, of course, yeah.
1: I mean, when other time would they be born?
0: Yeah. <laughs> No, Catherine was the younger of the two twins.
1: Okay.
0: Now, in 1959, Jack died. And so that was her her husband. He died. And the two boys that was living with her moved in with Barbara and Ken. I mean, that was living with him moved in with Barbara and Ken. Unfortunately, their dad died. So Ken Knight, though, was a violent drunk. And he would always rape Barbara up to 10 times per day when she didn't want to have sex. 10
1: times a day?
0: 10 times a day. He would rape Barbara all the time.
1: I mean, what does is he do, is like a lion? He's coming in two minutes?
0: <laughs> I, you know, I don't He's know. Just how. just even... in
1: there, him and just walk off, maybe bite her in the back of the I, neck a little bit.
0: I don't know how that even works.
1: Ten times. I yeah, mean, just the I... fact, that's just a, that's a star in the making, somebody that can get it up and going. Yeah. Ten times. Ten
0: times a day. You know, but...
1: and, and to your point of, you know, receiving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's real. That's a talent right there. That's a talent <laughs> in itself. That's all I'm saying.
0: Now, in return, Barbara would actually tell Catherine and Joy the intimate details of her sex life. She would tell them how much she hated men. She would tell them how much she hated having sex. Um, And then so later... That's good parenting. Yeah, right? And later in life, when Catherine had grown up, she complained to her mother that one of her partners wanted her to take part in a sexual act that she wasn't really comfortable with. And her mother had told her to just shut up, put up with it, and just stop complaining.
1: And get bit in the back of the neck. Yeah. you take it like a lioness.
0: (laughs) Right. You
1: know, Axel Robbie. You know, that's how how she got down. If you ever watch Lion King, that's what movie was going down. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I love Lion King.
1: I cry. Yeah, I mean, so if you think about it, that'd be like your lioness life, right there. You get bit on the back of the neck. He yeah, in it for about two or three minutes
0: that's crazy I actually saw a video of lions having sex and that's what really actually happened yes I'm not
1: saying this like it, it's just silly yeah these are actual facts
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like and I was like
1: and he gets back in there a couple of minutes he, he does it all day but he's in there like every like 20 minutes just, yeah you know, just giving you a little bit
0: and I started thinking about like why was I watching that I don't know it was just something I scrolled by and then this I saw of- that
1: Got the move started for you there, did it?
0: Yeah, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> you said yes at first. Heck no.
1: <laughs>
0: now this part is really, really sad because growing up, Catherine was frequently sexually assaulted by members of her family. That was not her dad. So it was that her dad, Ken Knight, never sexually assaulted her. It was it was her brothers. So it was assumed to have been her brothers so that was sexually, you know, assaulting her.
1: She said family members though. I mean, yeah. that could be an uncle. <laughs> Yeah some, of
0: the research, yeah, some of the research, it did say her brothers, one of her brothers, and um, I didn't go too much into detail about the research, but I know that he had been in prison for, you know, sexual assault and he got out. But I didn't go, this story was so long, but I didn't go too much into his case, but it was several family members. So that part is really sad. God. Now, the two people that Catherine were closest to was, of course, her twin sister, Joy, and her uncle. Now the sisters would fight each other all the time, like seriously fist fights. But then at the end of the day, they always had each other's back. So it's one of those like they can fight each other, but anybody else, they're gonna fight. You know, they're gonna be together. But her uncle that sounds
1: very mentally unstable. Though. Oh yeah,
0: like her whole like upbringing that this whole like family dynamic was insane. Yeah. Now her uncle Oscar, which was the other person that she was close to, unfortunately he committed suicide in 1969, which just completely devastated her. So she would tell people that his ghost still visited her. That's how close she was to him. She attended Moleswell Brook High School, and there she was a loner, and she's remembered from her classmates as being a bully who stood over smaller kids all the time. She assaulted at least one boy at school with a weapon, and she also injured a teacher who had to act in self-defense against her. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a, important to know that Catherine was a big boned woman. Now she wasn't. It wasn't that she was overweight. It was like she was really tall. And I will post pictures that she was like very big bone, very okay. muscular,
1: <clears throat> like a linebacker.
0: Yeah, yeah, she had that kind of build. Now, when but the crazy part is like when she wasn't raging and you know doing stuff like that, she had another side to herself. So she was found to be a very model student. Often earned awards in school for her good behavior so later on she was diagnosed with with borderline personality disorder so i mean she could really just go into a rage and went from zero to you know a hundred you know but so when she was bad she was bad but when she was really good she was really good at the age of 15 she dropped out of high school and she never learned how to read or write at that point she became employed as a cutter in a clothing I factory. Mean,
1: by fifteen, you are already writing in class, so you do know how to read and write. Yeah, so she never says, learned how to read and write at all. How did she get that far in school?
0: It doesn't say how, how she got that far in school, but everybody that taught she was like very like very illiterate and wasn't well spoken at all. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the town that she was in, you know, the the uh, what do you call a dream job was like to work in a slaughterhouse. So that was like, you know, people, especially women in the town that she was at, they were more like, they're supposed to be like homemakers and stuff like that. So school was kind of just like a pastime for them, is what Rodgers did. So it wasn't meant for them to actually like get, you know, a good job or anything. It was just a pastime. And most people did at that time drop out of school at that age,
1: especially women. And it sounded like the system of the of the school did not care. Because I'm like, how would you even pass the test? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how did you turn in your homework if you didn't read it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, when she got the job as a cutter in a clothing factory, a year later, she left the clothing factory and she got her dream job at a slaughterhouse. That's where she always That's wanted so to like work. Your
1: dream job. Yeah.
0: Oh, hell no. Do you, do you have to kill
1: animals? <laughs> well, like, the, it's the animal part. Like, well, if it was a human uh, chop-up part, you'd be that person. Hell no. Like, why don't you work at a mortuary? Why, why, you'd be there smiling at everybody well, and dancing around all those dead bodies.
0: What the? See, uh-uh. Now, at the slaughterhouse, she was put in what's called the Awful Room. And that's where she would scrape blood and bone marrow from the dead animal carcasses. And at that point, it's like she would love to watch the pigs get their throat cut. So, like, even on her breaks and stuff like that, she would stand there and watch them, like, get their throat cut. Now, at this point, she was given a promotion to boning. And she was given her own set of butcher knives at that point.
1: And then she moved up to the (laughs) front. <laughs> go ahead I just had this, ah! this came to my mind right there that
0: was funny as fuck <laughs> now at home she liked to hang the butcher knives over her bed and she said that it would always be there so they could be handy if she needed them
1: no one in her family what what Look, She's having butcher knives over the bed. Yeah, just
0: hanging over her bed.
1: No one was like, "You can't have these knives in here."
0: Oh no, you know what kind of family she grew up in? Oh like, yeah, I don't know. That's was the really way to her.
1: they became the Brady bunch. <laughs> it does sound like the perfect ha- family home in America, right there. <laughs> with daughter with butcher knives and chainsaws over the bed. <laughs> eh.
0: Now, she was at this point. She was, you know, a big, happy girl. She was over six feet tall. She was really scary. Like, everybody reported that she was scared, but she was very strong. She was very, very strong.
1: And she's always carrying a knife. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I do know.
0: Now, Catherine first met her co-worker, David Stanford Kellett, in 1973. He was a very heavy drinker, and he would always get into bar fights when he was drunk. But they connected because she would be in the bar. She would fight right along with him, too. So when he would fight, pick a fight with somebody, she was right next to him fighting. She was also known for assaulting anyone who was mad at her. So she would just go around just beating everybody's ass.
1: She just sort of got paid in a mob or something like that. <laughs> auditioned for one good time.
0: Now, they got married in 1974 after she was the one who asked him... They arrived to the ceremony. Of course. Of course. <laughs> well, how do you say no to that? Like, I don't even think, would you be scared to say no?
1: I mean, to Norbert's wife? Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this does remind me of the Australian version of Norbit. It yeah, does. it's like,
1: wow. She, she's a gangster, like on some E40 stuff.
0: <laughs> now, they arrived to the wedding ceremony on her motorcycle, and David was really drunk at this point so as soon as they got to the wedding Catherine's mother pulled him to the side and gave him some some advice she said in quote you better watch this one or she'll fucking kill you start her up the wrong way or do the wrong thing and you're fucked don't ever think of playing up on her or she'll fucking kill you
1: wow i mean you could have bleeped that out (laughs) a little bit there girl you just went real that's exactly what i said number two if it was my mom i'd be like mom you're way late. You should have told me this twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Before I said I do. How about that? <laughs> like when the judge was like, Is there anyone that objects? You should have stood your butt up right there.
0: Right.
1: That's what you should have did.
0: That's yeah. How you gonna tell them too little too late, huh? Right. Now I
1: done signed the legal documents and all that stuff. I'll be like, Well, Mom, I'm dead. Thank you for your life advice.
0: <laughs> now, on their wedding night, Catherine. Uh, tried to strangle him and she beat his ass and it was because he ended up falling asleep after he only had sex with her three times that night.
1: This family (laughs) has some sexual expectations
0: (laughs) You better keep your stamina
1: Bruh, like an hour hour and a half man gotta put her in overtime for them to get off like this is real. I'm going to all the old negro spirituals y'all is (laughs) like for real like Jeezy Pete
0: Damn Now, their marriage became even more violent. Like, she was constantly always hitting him.
1: Because he's not sexing her enough.
0: Yeah, well, for numerous reasons, but yeah. Now, now, Catherine became pregnant with their first child. And at that point, she got even worse. It was said that she burned all of his clothing and his shoes and hit him in the back of the head with a frying pan because there was a darts competition and he arrived home late. And so they had reached the finals, you know, and he came home late because he was in his competition. So that's what was waiting for him. him. Mm-hmm. Now, in fear for his life,
1: I wondered what they did at work because I'm like, if you're having sex that much in a day, do you go to work?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know she works at the oh, they yeah they work at the spa. I mean, how
1: how do you how do you have time for that? I
0: don't know. I mean, because three times be. is man, a lot. you have to be a
1: quickie. Cause yeah. I mean, like I'm telling you, not to get personal yeah. like that into some real stuff, but let me tell you about once a man has one or two rounds that he lets off yeah, at least for me anyway the third one we gotta start getting nasty
0: what about some Viagra
1: I mean, but, oh, I can but, get it up, biography. but yeah. it's, I, I, and I can put it in there. Yeah, but it's gonna be a while before anything happens. You hear what yeah. I'm saying? I'm not shooting nothing out. Well, maybe for that's a what while. she
0: wants. So that, that's a, you can play um, right into it because she it to go on for a long time. Right, we're gonna stop. be
1: here. We're gonna be here for an hour or two before I find something that's just gonna make it happen. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna be on that like a little drummer boy.
0: Yeah, but that's
1: what I'm saying. Is it's just. After that, I mean, like, that's a two hour fiasco, and that's the third time. Mm -hmm. So, the first time was like 30 minutes in the first place. That's a quickie for me. 30 minutes. The second time is going to be like maybe 30 to 45. And the third time, so you're talking about five hours out of my day.
0: Damn. When do you have time to sleep? That's what I'm like. When do you
1: sleep and go to work? (laughs) And I need at least a sandwich burger, and you know, I still love fried chicken.
0: I forgot you got to eat too. I got (laughs) to eat
1: something. No. Give me at least a salad. I mean, come on now. I need some <laughs> nutrients coming back in.
0: You might get your ass beat for trying to eat, right? Like, so
1: I, like, can I be like, can I have a Caesar salad, baby, on the side? Like, can I, can I do this and eat a tomato? <laughs> <laughs> we can put it in. We can add it in.
0: Man, now at this point, he was a fear for his life, so he fled from the house, and then he collapsed at his neighbor's house, and then he had to go to the hospital where he was treated for a severely fractured skull. At that point. Mm. Now the police did want to charge uh, Catherine, but she changed her behavior and she sweet talked him, and he dropped the charges against her.
1: Oh man, that's that's some sweet change in behavior. Hey, somebody mm-hmm. smacking the head with a frying pan.
0: Yeah. In May nineteen seventy six, shortly after the birth of their first child, which her name was Melissa Ann. David actually left Catherine for another woman and moved to Queensland, Australia.
1: He should have stayed there.
0: (laughs) It's about to get wild.
1: I mean, I know it's about to go crazy. She better be buff, too. She better be an ex-WWE wrestler. You know what I'm
0: saying? (laughs) (laughs) With tattoos
1: on her skull.
0: Well, it was because he said at that point he was just unable to cope with the abuse. It was just too bad. So that's why he left her. at.
1: I mean, but, uh, yeah, but you need somebody that's going to take it in. She's going to be soft and cuddly, but she better be kung fu master. Like, come <laughs> on over here, chick. You have to get this. I'll give you them five-finger palms of fury.
0: <laughs> now, the next day, Catherine was seen pushing the baby in the stroller down the main street, but she was violently throwing the stroller from side to side with the baby in it because she was so mad he had
1: left. Mm-hmm. So
0: at that point, she was admitted into St. Elmo's Hospital in Tamworth.
1: And there she was. <laughs> how violent were you doing this baby cart to where somebody admitted you? She
0: she was literally slamming, they, like man, called, like People it was slamming.
1: noticing and had to call the white coats. Over.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's not the cops.
1: The white coats. They yeah. were like, this lady's losing <laughs> it.
0: Oh, it gets worse. Oh man, I don't. This woman don't need children. I'll just say that. Now she was diagnosed with postnatal depression, and she spent several weeks recovering in this hospital. <laughs> After being released, the uh, Catherine got her daughter back. At that time, her daughter was two months old. She then went to a train track, and she placed the baby on the train tracks because she knew the train was about to come.
1: See, this is what I'm... What? The, the, the person... I was just about to say, does the person just strangle a child out before <laughs> you be like, you know what? I think... I think they shouldn't... I just really did not think they should have this child. Yeah, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna write it down that it's a maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, when is when is the maybe come? Because you gotta right. be so certain that this person gonna have their child mm-hmm. back and they get them back too. Yeah, as like, soon as she got days off the hospital, later. She like got as soon as, as I got at the hospital, I went in there for damn murdering you. I'm, I went in there for thirty <laughs> days, not even hella long. They made me do military push-ups. and I come out and I'm buff now, and I'm gonna take this child too. Oh, you know, yeah. n- now now I'm a professional killer. I'm you know yeah, it's just funny
0: now. At that point, after she left her baby on the train track, she then went into town, stole an axe, and threatened to kill several people while she was swinging the axe around.
1: While the baby's still on the track.
0: (laughs) The baby was still on the train track. She's like, I
1: "I know it's dead. So anyway,
0: (laughs) on to the next. Well, luckily, a homeless man who was, you know, just wandering around trying to find food, he was known in the district as Old Ted. He was trying to find food near the train tracks and actually rescued the baby before the train came. And it was literally minutes before the train was gonna come.
1: Oh Ted, I love you. Yeah. But you know you wasn't looking for no food by the train tracks. <laughs>
0: you <blind. laughs>
1: You was doing something else, and so we know we was probably trying to hop on a train and get a ride or whatever y'all do. Yeah, but you wasn't looking for no food.
0: <laughs> Cause what, that, that confused me too. Cause I was like, well, what food was you gonna right, find? Can, can goods?
1: Coast? Like what? That's some <laughs> old timey stuff. We talk about the, like some when they was riding cowboy stuff with stuff falling off a train as yeah. a, as it's chucking chucking by.
0: That is a possibility. That something could fall like, off the train. But yeah. how often is that going to happen?
1: What canister? What, what, right. what train is open like that? Yeah, No food. <laughs> Is that a spot where they throw food off? Like yeah. somebody that's already on the train and that's y'all meat spot? Yeah, Other right
0: that. No, no. <laughs> now, Catherine Knight was arrested. And again, she was taken to St. Elmo's Hospital. Oh, but she recovered. She signed herself out the following day and she was able to get her baby back again.
1: The following day. The
0: following day. <laughs> day. she
1: recovered. The- how,
0: but how does she In recover? 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. So, at this point, she took her baby, she took some knives, some scissors, and some bandages to a woman's house that she used to work with at the slaughterhouse. She told the woman that her baby was sick and needs to pick up some medicine. So, she asked the woman if, you know, she could pick her up at her house. She had walked over there and then she didn't live too far. So, Catherine walked back to her house. So, this woman got in the car with her own kids and she drove to Catherine's house to pick her up. She was like, yeah, I'll help you, you know. Now, apparently, when Catherine came out of her house, she saw that there was too many kids in the car, and she pulled out a knife and said that there is too many of you in this car. I'm going to have to get rid of some of you. Oh. Yeah, because she...
1: Oh. Imagine
0: about to give somebody a ride, and then this happens. (laughs) Uh,
1: Bruh, I mean, like, she's not the driver.
0: Right. Yeah, the woman is.
1: So, I'm coming to pick you up. Yeah. And you're like, there's too many in here. And you're right. talking to the children right. and pull out a knife. Like, I'm about to so stab somebody up. Right. So why did she not drive
0: off? I, I Well, apparently Catherine swung the knife and she slashed it across the lady's cheek. So at that point, the lady was just too scared because she was, her cheek was bleeding real bad.
1: Mm, mm, mm. That's some old 80s white woman stuff right there. Yeah. That's, that's somebody that falls down and dies as Jason walking up on you so you get mad i'm like is your t- ankle twisted what's wrong with you you don't know,
0: never know what happened. you yell Are at the
1: screen on, on them people yeah that's one of them because if you slice my cheek i'm definitely driving off now.
0: i'm, I'm, a, like, I'm driving the fuck off yeah,
1: i'm really but, driving off now like right. that stopped me no that got me going <laughs> i might run you down with my car you're you're right. your, your knife versus my station wagon let's see who wins
0: <laughs> now apparently though so Catherine got in the woman's car and she demanded that she take her into Queensland to help her find her man so that was the whole thing she was looking for David so she was like you're gonna she got in the car and she said you're gonna help me find David because he had left and she needed to find him so <clears throat> what happened was they drove into a gas station the woman said so Catherine wanted her to go to the gas station first and after they got to the gas station the woman ran in and she locked herself into the gas station like office
1: with her kids still in the car with no, the crazy No, shit? she
0: she got her kids out of the car and okay. ran into the gas station. Okay. Yeah. But Catherine was so mad that the lady ran into the gas station office that she found like a lawnmower that was outside and she used her bare hands to rip the blade from the lawnmower. It was like attached to the back of a tractor and she started beating down the door to get to the woman. Uh,
1: they say people that are insane have freakish strength. Yeah. And this is one of those moments.
0: Yeah. She has like a because she was already strong, but now she got like this adrenaline. We need like, to write this down too, because
1: I mean, killing somebody with a lot more blades—that's <laughs> some horror movie stuff. She, <laughs> she, Emma ain't got nothing on her. Like, we need to write this, the patent at, cause that, because that—that's a that's a Hollywood movie right there.
0: Right. Well, so she was able to knock down the door. She got one of the woman's children and she held him hostage. So the police came. The gas station attendant had called the police by then. And so, she was threatening the little boy with a knife, and the police ended up disarming her. They had to attack her with some brooms. They just started beating her with brooms.
1: The police? The
0: police. When they got there, they had to uh, disarm her with brooms. So, there was some broomsticks in the gas station, and they just used those and started beating her.
1: This is in the 70s? This
0: was... Uh, yeah, this was in the
1: 70s. Because I'm... This,
0: wow. This, <laughs> wow. I was like... Huh, I wonder. I mean, because the police already has one, but that part confused me because why did you have to use brooms? Don't you guys have those batons? You have
1: batons, you have guns. I was tasers. gonna say you had, but I, this is 70 so Oh, yeah, I'm I don't know sure about the taser. Yeah, but you at least have a baton. Sure, did you have pepper spray? Oh, we know you had batons because we was beating the shit out of black people all the time. <laughs> you know y'all got that. That's
0: why, because I, I was like, dude, maybe because she was a woman, is that why they use the brooms? Because they figured the stick be lighter.
1: It's, it's a thinner stick. That's probably you know, what like it beat like, beat her with that stick. But what, what, my thing, why would you think of that being a resolution? If someone's holding a child with a blade, that's how I was picturing it, with mm. a knife to their throat. Yeah. You run up on him with a broomstick? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm picturing it.
0: That's what. That is a funny.
1: Right. Like, I'll kill this kid. Let me out of here. Let me out. Like, bitch, uh, shoo. Shoo now. <laughs> shoo. And you just run up on them with a the broomstick. Just, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> And starts whacking at her with this broomstick. Ow! Ow! What you doing? Cut it out! I'm going to slice his throat! I'm telling you, I'm going to slice it! What? Yeah. Like, it just seems kind of silly now. It just seems silly.
0: Yeah. Like, how
1: is that going to stop her from slicing somebody's throat uh, broomsticks?
0: uh, Now, now, it says that after this incident happened, she was then admitted to the Morissette Psychiatric Hospital. Now there she told the nurses that the reason that she had told the lady to go to the gas station was because the gas station was connected to like a service shop and the mechanic that was there, she had actually planned on killing him because he was the one that had repaired David's car and that allowed him to leave her.
1: Mm-hmm. So that was, mm-hmm. that was her whole go. plan. You gotta go. You gotta go. What? Did was- you help them, them fix a tire? <laughs> you throw gas over here? Everybody's dead. <laughs>
0: And then she said after she killed him, she was going to kill David and she was going to kill his mom. So that's... The, so
1: she's confessing that she's on the pan, on a rampage and doing some killing. Yeah. She, she said plans she, on killing. Yeah. She wants to do killing. So she... she just,
0: yeah, she was going to kill the mechanic. She was going to kill David and she was going to kill his mom. Right. So now the police then informed David of what happened and, you know, that his life was possibly in danger and, uh, so basically he took that as, okay, she what? had a, she took that as like a, he, she had a mental breakdown. So what he did was he left his girlfriend and he moved back to Aberdeen. Wait a minute, wait mom.
1: a minute, wait a minute. So did the cops let her out?
0: Yeah. The cops, the she, cops
1: let her out and then called him.
0: Well, she went to the psychiatric hospital <laughs> right. for a while. And then the cops had to notify him that she was going to kill him. You know what I mean? Just Yeah. To, so yeah. the
1: cops. The cops was told that she wants to kill you, mm-hmm. and knew that. Mm-hmm. Let her out, and then called him and was like, "You know, I just want you to know, yeah, as your protector mm-hmm. and provide, you know, protect and serve." Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna come out and go here and kill you.
0: Yeah, they they notified him. Yeah, now,
1: I'm gonna let you know. Yeah, we let her out. <laughs> and she, all she wanna do is shoot you in the face.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what happened at the end.
1: And then, what they tell him, "Happy Thanksgiving"? Like, <laughs> what time of year was that? Like, what type of cop? What what force is this? And what? I, I, I'm not for real now. What city and state is this cop for? Serious well, shit. What did he get arrested for? This is
0: Australia. I remember, this takes place in Australia. Okay, America, anyway. city
1: and state. The I don't city, give a fuck. city. Every, every country got a state, don't they? <laughs> I sound so American.
0: This was in Queensland. No, she is she a city state. No, she moved back to Queensland, so. Yeah, Queensland, Australia.
1: They don't separate? Australia ain't got, like, little chopped up pieces? It doesn't. It it's no, just, it doesn't. just one big Australia. It's,
0: yeah, it's not one big Australia, but it was like, so I guess Queensland would be, like, the city, but I don't know if they have, like, the states like we do here. How would we be like, okay, Los Angeles, California, like, you know, because every time right. I read something, most places they say, okay, this is the place and this is the country. Country. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, I think it's different.
1: I, okay. Okay. All right. That is an ignorant America thing. I don't think anybody else except, you know, like maybe Africa is divided up like that. Yeah, but we have Australian
0: listeners. So, will you please let us know how that works? Because even when I research stuff like in in England or something like that, it's the same thing. I think, is America the only one that has actual states? Oh, this is called the United States. See, we sound retarded
1: right now. We do. I'm
0: sorry. I don't mean to use the R word. We don't sound retarded. We sound.
1: And you said it again. No, you apologize for saying it. I did apologize.
0: My bad, everyone. We sound mentally challenged because I just got this is the United States,
1: right? So they are the dichotomy of their own, and that's why you have state laws and federal laws. Oh yeah. Mm.
0: Oh, we just educated our own self. I love when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my. So. And so, this is what happened. So, after the police informed David of the incident, he left his girlfriend and moved to Aberdeen with his mother to support Catherine. So, you know, Catherine was released on August 9th, 1976, into the care of her mother-in-law and along with David. So, they got back together after this.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, and they moved to Ipswich, a city. He's dead.
1: I don't even (laughs) know the story, but he's freaking dead.
0: He left his girlfriend for her because she had a mental breakdown.
1: Because he's scared and he's yeah. on some punk stuff. Like she probably told him that he asked her, would she fight for him? That's how the story went. He asked her, would you be able to take her down? No, no, I'm not fighting this crazy chick for you. But like, yeah. I don't, I don't think I could handle her. She's so dangerous. Like that's your problem, Charles. Yeah, you need to go out there and you need to handle yourself. Man up. Yeah, man up. And he's yeah. like. I just am done then. Yeah. If this is how it's gonna be, and you're aggressive like this, and you're not supportive, then I'm gonna leave. Yeah. Left her. She called him because she calls him every week. Any damn way, she calls him anyway. Even when he had a girlfriend, because he didn't have the balls to tell her to stop calling.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> see. You know you know how this story is about to go. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm telling you. And he's about to die. I'm telling you. I ain't never heard this, but I- I've seen enough. Of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. To know when somebody's hanging butcher knives over their bed.
0: This story, it's, man, wait till you see what's going to happen. So, when they moved to Ipswich, it's a city of West Brisbane. Yeah, don't Brisbane. spoil the story for me, man. Oh, no. So, they moved to Ipswich, a city of West Brisbane, and there, there she obtained a job at another slaughterhouse called the Denmore Meat Works. On March 6, 1980, they had another daughter named Natasha Marie. Now, in 1984, Catherine actually left David and moved. So, she actually left him.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: So, she moved first to her parents' house in Aberdeen. What? Yeah, I never, I don't know why she left him. Because I said that, too. I was like, dang, he went back to her after getting his ass beat and everything. And she ended up leaving him.
1: He I was like. What, did he not act like he enjoyed the ass beatings now, I don't know. Fifty how. Shades of turquoise?
0: But I would say that, you know what, it seems like he got lucky that, you know, because you want a woman like this to just get tired of you and leave.
1: (laughs) I mean, you do want that.
0: Yeah, so he got lucky. You do want
1: her to decide that she wasn't worth it. Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah, I'm pitiful. And
0: Mm -hmm. just walk
1: the fuck off, man.
0: For real. So, she moved to her parents' house in Aberdeen and then she moved to a rented house in a nearby, it, it was called Musselbrook. So, although she returned to work, She injured her back the following year, and she went on disability. So she couldn't, you know, actually, you know, work at the slaughterhouse for a while.
1: She was trying to live to have beef carcass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Since she no longer needed to, you know, the rent accommodation close to her work, the government gave her a housing commission residence in Aberdeen. So there, Catherine met 38-year-old miner David Saunders. So another David. So she met him in 1986. A few months later, he moved in with her and her daughters. Although he kept his old apartment in Scone, Australia, so Catherine soon became jealous regarding what he did when she was not around, and she would often kick him out of the house. All the time. I mean,
1: you can't date a minor and be tripping about what he's doing when he's not around. <laughs> yeah, but let me tell you, I, and listen to me—the hundred people that's out there, including y'all in Australia. One of my dream jobs is to become a gold miner. Really? That just seems so cool because you're playing with big toys, yeah. the big adult toys. I love the heavy equipment stuff. I went so mining for gold one time. I remember really
0: there it. It was a field trip and I found little pebbles. That was supposed to be gold.
1: Yeah. Did... No, you went panning for gold. Wasn't that the same thing? No. Oh, mining no. <laughs> is on a major league. <laughs> then I don't Girl, you're talking the talk fuck of, I did. You try to compare the, <laughs> the major league MLB. To, to pop Warner. That's what oh, you're doing. No. You, you at the beginning level. Of, oh, look at that gold dust.
0: Oh, well, shit. Happy.
1: <laughs> Bro, girl, they pull it out pounds.
0: <laughs> Well, shit. Where do you do that? At? Like, where? Like, I don't even know. Is that job on Indeed or something? Like, how do we? They, apply? I don't
1: know how they do it. I watch Gold Rush all the time, and they never accepted my application. I
0: don't know how we apply for that job.
1: I don't know, but I want it, well, is well, what you I'm find putting out, out let there, me know. That's, girl. That's why I was putting it out there as one of the hundred people out there. Please,
0: but, but here's the help thing. Help me. Yeah, but how do we? Okay, so do we get like an hourly wage, or you get like, a
1: percentage of the gold? Oh, you, you get
0: pull a
1: percentage. That yeah, I want a job like that, girl. I'm talking, ounces, ounces, ounces. I'd be out there playing Migos all day. <laughs> oh, a lot of. Ounces, 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 girl, like digging dirt and getting this gold.
0: That's what I'm thinking, but then, what about when it's hot as hell in the summer? Because I think who cares?
1: (laughs) It's hot everywhere. I don't care. (laughs) Let's get this money. Yeah. Because, but, but what I'm saying is I've watched a lot of the show. Yeah. And they don't work the whole year. Mm-hmm. They work in stints. They mm-hmm. work in like a three, four years month stint. Yeah. Um, the only one guy tried to go around and try to do it, but it's just the places that are, you know, more saturated would go. The point oh. is, is that when you have somebody who's a minor, he's going to be gone out just tw- almost 24 hours a day, like a firefighter mm-hmm. gone for like three to six months just mining. It's like dating a person that's a, a, like a fisherman or something
0: Oh, like yeah, that. yeah. You
1: know, or, or even works for the Navy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, the other other military disputes come in a little more often, but you you got this person that's shipped out oh, in the yeah, deep huh. seas. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can't say, oh, I don't know what you're doing. You oh, had to yeah. already accept that. Yeah. That this person's gonna be gone mm-hmm. half the your life. Yeah. I mean, if you think about a half a year, you know. Yeah, you've that that year. Is. So yeah. half your life, they're not around.
0: Mm-hmm. And she's just gonna have to deal with it. But the the good thing is he's getting a bag. So I don't even know why she's mad. But this is Catherine Knight we're dealing with. This is not a normal woman.
1: Man, if I come back with bars of gold, right? You better, leave me you alone. better be
0: happy, uh huh.
1: Because them guys have chains that look like they rappers.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to say, like a gold
1: grill. Like they're like what version? Like gold is old to them. Like, bro, they get so much yeah. of that. I'm telling you, that's my dream job. We gotta to find to pull out. money out of the ground. Oh my god.
0: Now, he would move back to his apartment, and she would basically, when he would move back, she would then follow him and beg him to return after she done put his ass out.
1: Now he's making money.
0: Right. So, she was like, man. Now, this is really sad. Trigger warning, everybody. This is animal abuse.
1: <clears throat> you give a trigger warning for this. Well, I mean, this whole thing is, is is transpiring. Yeah, and this is where you give out the warning.
0: Well, listen to this. And hey, you just got a new puppy, so this is gonna like this is gonna like just basically jar your heart too.
1: She's so beating people in the back of the head with frying pans and, and abusing children. But let me let me <clears throat> listen to this part.
0: Okay. So in May of 1987, she slashed the throat of his two-month-old dingo puppy right in front of him for no reason. But it was an example that, of what would happen to him if he ever decided to cheat on her. And then after that, she went on to knock him unconscious with a frying pan.
1: So which part are you...
0: She slashed the dog's throat. He's dead. The dog is dead.
1: Okay, so I'm putting an alert out there. If uh-huh. someone beats you with a frying pan two times, <laughs> two times, this is his second assault. That's my alert for you guys. <laughs> no, she's because... like, if a, if your dog is the throat slash, that's when you maybe should leave them. But if they beat you in the head with a frying pan twice, give them another chance. What me per, me? I'm like, no. We are on two sides of the board with this one.
0: <laughs> now, in general... my
1: alert, we on we're on, the, we're on the alert.
0: Okay, but
1: let's give them alert. Yours is if they slice your dingo.
0: They slash the the dog's throat. Right. How if would they you slash you like someone slash your new puppy's throat?
1: Man, and a dingo ate your baby. <laughs> I mean, so which one is more important? Like your oh. dog's throat. I'm talking about a human. Is what I'm saying. I heard that same saying, is that dingo ate your baby is out there <laughs> and is there. So if someone slashed a dingo's throat, or bashed me in the face with a frying pan, which one would I be more focused on? The frying pan. I know I sound shallow in your mind.
0: <laughs> and you can recover from your injuries. Your dog is dead. Dead. Are never coming serious? back. Are ne- you serious? Your dog's never coming back.
1: My skull fragments are not going to be the same. <laughs> Some things I remember is never coming back. People going to ask me, like, remember you drinking the bar? It's never coming back. I'll be like, what? <laughs> what? 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 The bar? What? She done bashed you in the head twice. Damn. You can't even get a haircut the right side after that. Like your lineup is is messed up. The the front line of your head is just dimpled in. I didn't even
0: think
1: about that. You you don't you just think about the puppy, and that's the horrible part. His his head getting dimpled in twice. I'm just saying we just gloss over that. I just I just didn't want to allow you to be out there to help out those who (laughs) just thought that might be important that he got his head dimpled in twice. Now <laughs> <laughs> the the big, the big alert for you was the dingo. You're <laughs> <laughs> like red flag. <laughs> now in June of
0: 1988, she gave birth to her third daughter named Sarah, and so at this point, David put a deposit on a house to take care of the baby. So Catherine paid off the deposit with her workers' compensation that came through in 1989. So at that point, Catherine started decorating the house throughout with animal skins, skulls, horns, rusty animal traps, leather jackets, old boots, machetes, rakes, pitchforks, and all, everything this was...
1: This is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre House. Yeah,
0: everything, even the ceilings was covered. So every single space had all this stuff all over. Now, after an argument in which she hit David in the face with an iron and then stabbed him in the abdomen with a pair of scissors, he moved back to Scone. But then he later returned back to his home in Aberdeen and he found out she had cut up all his clothes. <clears throat> so, David. Oh. Yeah. She,
1: <laughs> you know, I love how you montage over these.
0: <laughs> she. Yeah. She so
1: beat him and stabbed him, hit him with an iron. I mean, like uh-huh. he got teeth or something missing.
0: Yeah, it, no it,
1: alert it, on that, huh? So well, somebody can hit you with an iron and stab you with some scissors, and you're like,
0: no, no, that's that's horrible.
1: Is that an alert? Is that a sign? That that is, at least you to should you that, leave
0: at this point. I mean, should, she stabbed, he? Yes,
1: would, yes. Would you? Yes. 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 You I
0: would be out of there. Anybody that if anybody stabs you, 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 me, you know
1: why you're not an advocate for it? Because you're the person. I. You I, are the iron I, smacker. You are the scissor stabber.
0: I do not. How dare you accuse I've me? I've never seen so you
1: around your spouse like that, so I don't know. For all I know, this your girl could be over here getting her ass whooped and fucked up with all type of bad <laughs> stuff, and you just is crazy oh, smiling in public because no. she changed herself around in twenty four hours, and you feel like you could do the same.
0: Oh, see, that's uh, I'm not psycho. Everyone Buddha thinks that I'm psycho, and I'm just not. I'm not that kind of person.
1: I love how you hesitate. (laughs) We're judging you.
0: (laughs) So after she did all this and after she cut up his clothes and everything like that, he ended up taking a long service leave and he went into hiding. So at that point, Catherine tried to find him, but nobody admitted to knowing where his whereabouts were. (laughs) I wouldn't. Yeah. So you wouldn't like tell them. That's the damn people. Those Mm -hmm. people are real. Yeah now several months later he came back to try to see his daughter but he found out that Catherine had actually gone to the police and unjustly told them that she was afraid of him and so they issued her an apprehended violence order it's an AVO against him which is like a restraining order out here they call it a restraining order so that's fucked up
1: well that is the whole thing in which I was saying before where people talk talking about the snitches get stitches mm-hmm. where She's hit you in the frying pan two times. In the frying pan. She's hit you with a frying pan mm-hmm. two times.
0: And killed his dog.
1: And she gets to get the cops on you? Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. Where's the justice in
1: that? Bro, at some point in time, you should have had a paper trail.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, I always have a paper trail. But the, the problem is she sweet talks these guys like they, you know, to where they don't press charges. So it's like she's and that's part of her borderline personality disorder. She's like super this raging. Part
1: of they of borderline personality disorder. Yeah. She's Cause. like part of this
0: raging lunatic and then she just sweet talks them so they don't press charges and it goes against them at the end, you know.
1: Like I said before, she must be nasty. Yeah. Because I mean, how sweet is that talk?
0: Well, everybody, <clears throat> every man that has been with her said that sex is like out of control.
1: I, that's what, no. yeah. Didn't I say that? Yeah. Didn't I say that? They said I mean, it must be why. I will say this. I have been with a couple of psycho women where I was like, wow, you're going to commit it. Like, there has been a couple of women in my life where I've been like, holy crap. Yeah. And I've deleted them from, like, the memory of interaction with with dating because I was only with them for, like, a month or two. Mm-hmm. Because I knew this was bad. Yeah. But let me tell you: crazy women got bomb, nocha I don't know what it is. But I guess they have no hold back and they don't care about who's coming after. Yeah. And they just treat everything in the moment. Yeah.
0: That they after, do
1: some stuff.
0: And that was the thing, Catherine Knight, man, she was getting it down, huh?
1: But I heard your girl's very satisfied. So yeah. we know. <laughs> Tia, look out for yourself, girl. Look out. <laughs>
0: Now, in 1991, Catherine Knight actually became involved with another man. This was 43 year old, um, a 43-year-old co-worker named John Chillingworth. And at that point, she gave birth to his baby. It was a boy named Eric. Their relationship lasted three years, and then she left him for a man that she had been having an affair with on him named John Price.
1: That's how you know you got some cream. Look, yeah. Can't nobody pull out.
0: Yeah. It's like so she going a baby with there. every man. Yeah. Man,
1: they, they just keep getting in.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> now, just a little bit about her new man, John Price. John Charles Thomas Price. He was born April 4th, 1955, and he was the father of three children. And so this was when uh, Catherine began having an affair with him. Everybody that talked about him said that he was a terrific bloke. He was liked by everybody who knew him. And he was actually divorced. His own his first marriage had ended in 1988.
1: What does bloke mean?
0: Bloke. I didn't look it up. It's an Australian saying. But I'm thinking because they said a terrific bloke, so I'm like, is that like a man, like terrific man? Or
1: I mean, you, in context, I'd mm-hmm. be like a good old guy.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it means. That's what we would say out here.
1: Man, because <clears throat> I mean, if we say bloke out here, be like, did he leave his children?
0: What yeah. I don't Lope. know. I should have looked that
1: up. Yeah, that doesn't. That does sound positive. That's why I but, like doing
0: cases like out of the country because you hear like different phrases that you've never heard before.
1: I'm gonna go to Europe and I'm gonna come back with a British accent.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not joking. I'm see, just gonna fake like I was just out there.
0: See, I like how the Australians talk. That's so sexy. Oh no, I love Europeans. Oh,
1: oh my god, you go. You could come from England, any part of England, and you come back and you're uh, uh, not Silvers. You know, mm-hmm. you just sound just delicious. You just start like I, I, I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. I can't even fake it. I, I can do Scottish psychobabble, but oh, like if you come back sounding British, like you just make more money. You, your clothes look better. I don't care if you, you know, you farting on top of a, of a, of a fan <laughs> land. Somehow, some way, somebody's like he's doing this for a reason, though. That's so like, sexy. Be- yeah. Yeah. People just think you're smarter. Yeah. People think you're just doing stuff like oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You can call somebody a freaking idiot, but it's just how you say it in the, in the, in the, with the accent. Yeah. They're like, he's so cute.
0: Yeah. It will make it hard for me to get cussed out. You're right, because it's so sexy. Right? It's yeah. so just like,
1: oh, oh, oh. Like, they yeah. say it in a way where just, you just, you pop him raspberry tarts. you would be like, I don't know what I'm doing, but it sounds good. The way you talk sounds sexy. So, yeah. yes or no, tell me what I should be doing. Tell me yes, if yes it works for you, if no works for you, either way.
0: Right. Now, his two-year-old daughter remained with his former wife, and him and his former wife did have, you know, a, a good relationship. You know, they broke up amicably and everything like that. His two older children lived with him. Now, John Price was well aware of Catherine Knight being very violent, her having a very violent reputation, and she actually moved into his house in 1995. So he had heard a lot about her. Now, at first, his children really liked her. He was making a lot of money. He worked in the local mines, and apart from you know a lot of violent, um, you know, arguments and stuff like that, he said life was a bunch of roses, and they had great sex.
1: I will I will (laughs) tell you this as a guy: if the sex is bomb, you overlook a lot. Mm -hmm. Like you can have somebody who never cleans the house, Mm -hmm. but the sex is bomb. Yeah. Yeah. And that will just make you be like, Well, Mr. Clean was bald headed and he got out here and did it. Yeah. So I mean should I bust this house, and make it good as hell. Yeah. You know, you ever seen a, mm-hmm. a baby boy? she's like, I so, could yeah. I clean. Yeah. It's cause his sex was better than her sex. <laughs> so
0: it's all that's all about, what it
1: was. So
0: who's ever sex is better, that's the one that don't have to clean the house. That's right? the one that
1: don't have to clean up. Yeah. If you sex the other one down, you get to lay
0: down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) now in 1998 katherine knight and john price fought over his refusal to marry her so in retaliation she videotaped items that he had allegedly stolen from work and sent the tape to his boss so these items were out-of-date medical kicks and he had kind of scavenged them he had got them from the company rubbish so they was going to throw it away anyway however he was the price was still fired from the job that he held for 17 years because of this because they was still like that's still thieving
1: they do hold that yeah they uh, do from the
0: mm-hmm. even if you're gonna throw it away so he got fired he had been there 17 years he lost his pension and everything because of her because because
1: medical he kits?
0: it was like little like i guess little medical kids that you know they was gonna throw away and he you know took him home and so Catherine knight being the hater that she is Man. snitched on him and so that same day when he lost his job, he kicked her out of the house.
1: Uh, breezy. How you think I would come home and lose the dollar thing that I've been doing for 17 years oh, and we well. still together after that? Right.
0: Tell like, me about how
1: it. Was, how did you anticipate that
0: ending? Yeah. That's what I said too. Girl. And so basically at this point she returned back to the house and um, so she moved back into her mom's place. Her mom passed away. And so her mom, you know, had left her the house and so she was able to move back in, you know, there. So news of what she had done spread all throughout the town. A few months later, Price though, restarted the relationship, but he allowed, he, he didn't allow her to move in with him again after that. So at this point, the fighting with them became even more frequent. Most of his friends wouldn't even have nothing to do with him while they remained together. Mm. In February of 2000, a series of assaults on Price and it caused also Catherine Knight stabbed him in the chest as well. So finally fed up again. Uh, like yeah.
1: What happened before that? That's like I said, you gloss over some stuff really fast. Well,
0: it doesn't say a lot. Like, it doesn't tell, like, what started every single argument. It just, and the research, it said that, you know, in February 2000, she had assaulted him several times. I mean, and as, a, they...
1: as a public warning, on yeah. a Tuesday, you get stabbed. Like, yeah. a, As a guy. Because I've met <laughs> a couple of borderline girls, and I'll be just wanting to know, like, what's the point in which she's going to stab me?
0: Right. Let me
1: tell you, borderline girls are crazy. They're passionate, they yeah. got good loving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: I just want to know, when are you going to stab me?
0: Well, after this, he kicked her out of the house again.
1: Girl, I don't care about when they kicked out. That's not even big news to me. <laughs> That's like her and Tom Brady's going to retire. Right. Nobody cares. How many
0: times has she been kicked out of somebody's house, though? That's been a lot.
1: Like, more times than she's alive, girl. She got them years bouncing up. She got two times in one year.
0: Now, on February 29th, he stopped by Scone Magistrate's Court on his way to work and he took out a restraining order against her. And he wanted her to stay away from himself and his children as well. So that afternoon, Price told his co-workers that if he did not come to work the next day, it would be because Catherine murdered him. So despite their pleas that he don't go home... These
1: are interesting things. (laughs) Like, you ever watch those movies... When someone is going into a building and trying to do this big thing, they're like, if I don't come in by, back in five minutes, that means I'm dead.
0: Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah. How many incidents have you had in your life? that, that I don't think I've ever
0: said that before. <laughs> you know, I don't, I, have you ever said that? I've never said
1: that. I've never that. said that either.
0: I've never said that before. So,
1: I mean, Jesus H in heaven. He felt that so strongly I'd have just called cops. I'm I'm just that person. Yeah. If you're like, if I don't come back in three minutes, like, motherfucker, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, and because of this, the co-workers, like, imagine being a co-worker and you're told that and they begged him, well, don't go home then. Like, why are you going home? If you're saying, she's right? probably going to kill you tonight.
1: I'd be like, wow. I'd be like, well, here, take my knife. I mean, or at yeah. least like, well, a screwdriver. Something. I don't carry a knife, but I mean she does
0: well he told them that the reason he had to go home was because he was afraid that she would kill his kids if he didn't go home so i was like why didn't you just like take the kids and leave i don't know
1: so you go home and i just call the cops
0: yeah that's what i was that's what because... i would say
1: to him i was like so call the cops when you leave here yeah he'd be like no and i'm like i just nod my head and I'd be like okay no
0: i'm yeah. not gonna
1: do that i'm <laughs> looking in the eye though but i'm telling you no sir you're completely safe and I'm not gonna call the cops. This is all while well, I'm nodding my head. Like, yeah. I'm you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like nodding profusely. And I'm not gonna be worried about anything and no cop is gonna be called.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. right?
1: Okay? Go home.
0: That's but what I said. As
1: soon as as soon as you walk out the door, I'm calling the cops.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's she gonna do? Beat up me?
0: Right. Man. Well, so basically Price arrived home that night and well basically she had sent his kids to a sleepover at the friend's house. This is when it's about to get real, real bad. I'm just letting everyone know. Trigger oh, warning. Girl. Trigger warning. Yeah.
1: You and your trigger warnings. But the last one was over a, a dingo.
0: Well, you told me to do trigger warnings before. Stuff like this. So. I, I did. But <laughs> your, trigger warning,
1: your trigger warnings are interesting. That's why I said the last one was a dingo. Not the popping the head two times or a frying hand. <laughs> but the dingo. So let's see what this trigger warning is.
0: So, yeah, so basically what happened was, so she sent his kids to a friend's house, okay? And then he spent the evening, you know, at a neighbor's house, kind of hanging out. So he got, he got home around 11 p.m. that day. Now, earlier that day, what Catherine did was she bought some new black lingerie and she had, uh, she got a videotape from her twin sister, her, um, one of those video recorders, those camcorders. And she taped herself with all her children and she, not in the lingerie. This is a separate instance. She bought the laundry You lingerie.
1: are saying this yeah, all I'm away. sorry.
0: Yeah. So the laundry she bought the lingerie for him later, but this is going to be a telling of what she's about to do uh, because okay. she videotaped herself with her children and she was like, I love all of my children. I hope to see you guys again. And she was basically just saying like how much you know she loved her family now that day after she did this she took one of her daughters out to eat and she left her two youngest children with her oldest daughter <coughs> and she said because by then her children most of her children are kind of older and that that <coughs> that daughter was the one that she left on the train track she's actually grown now she's probably like 18 19 years old so now just a, re- a recap she sent his kids to a sleepover, right? <coughs> she took her oldest daughter to eat. She sent her two youngest children and had the oldest daughter watch them, right? And then her oldest daughter thought it was weird, though, when she asked her to babysit.
1: Okay, I love <coughs> you. I love you. What? <coughs> You're confusing me.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What I am don't I confu- know
1: what's going on okay. in the moment okay. of what's happening. Okay. So, for me tell it to me in the sequence of what just happened.
0: Okay. So
1: so she First let's talk about she did a recording with the kids. Okay. And then let's talk about the anticipation for the night. And I guess the lingerie thing was okay. the so, latest. Yeah, part. so these
0: are the errands that she so, did for the day. Yeah. She so, went to a sex store and bought some lingerie. No, no, but before that, was,
1: that, before that, is something happening with the kids. The no, day that
0: was the first thing.
1: Yeah. The then, lingerie so, was the first so thing. So tell so tell me what happened with the lingerie was before the kids?
0: Yeah. So the, that's what I am saying. So she went to the sex shop. She bought herself a black lingerie. Okay? okay. Then after that, she went to her sister Joy's house, her twin sister.
1: Uh-huh. She
0: got a camcorder. <clears throat> uh-huh. She spent time with her kids recording herself, saying how much she loved her kids, you know, getting memories with her children.
1: At her sister Joy's house?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then she took her oldest daughter out to eat.
1: Uh huh.
0: She asked her older daughter because she watched the two youngest kids, her two uh, youngest kids.
1: Uh, but she took her out to eat?
0: Yeah, she took her out to eat. And then she asked, could the kids stay with oh, her Oh, after taking her yeah. out to eat, she yeah. then asked Because okay. she didn't want her kids to be at the house when she was about to do what she's about to do. Okay. So she got rid of all the kids. Remember, she sent his kids off to a sleepover. Uh-huh. She took her oldest daughter out to eat. <clears throat> she asked her, could they spend the night at her house? Okay. So now there's no kids
1: there. Okay. Now I'm with you.
0: Yes. But at this lunch, when she asked her daughter to watch the kids... Mm-hmm. Her daughter made a comment. She said, I hope that you don't intend to kill Pricey or yourself tonight. Because she said her mom was acting a little bit weird.
1: Why would your child bring that up as a conversation piece?
0: Yeah, that's what she said. She was like, man, I hope she... And I was like, man, I'm just thinking about my daughter saying something like that. Like, how does she know I'm going to commit a murder, right? That's
1: how common it is in your interactions.
0: Yeah. Everybody knows Catherine is psycho. Now... At this point, after she's gotten rid of everything, she arrives back at Price's house, and he was sleeping. So she sat watching TV for a few minutes. She took a shower. She put the laundry on. She woke him up to have sex, and then they fell asleep.
1: I mean, sex is a focal point here. Yeah. Ten times in a day is like a minimum.
0: Yeah. People. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> this is where we're about to get into it. While she was asleep, while he was asleep, she woke up, she stabbed him 37 times with a butcher knife. She chased him through the house though, because he woke up at some point and he tried to get away from her. So the whole time she stabbed him, she chased him through the house. So there's blood everywhere oh, in the house.
1: Oh my God. Yeah.
0: So according to the blood evidence, he actually at one point did make it outside, but she dragged him back inside. So there's, there's going to be blood all over the place. Like there's a whole lot of blood. Now, Catherine, once
1: again, this is a non-attacking stabber. Mm -hmm. So you stabbing this person, uh, running. even the story what you're telling me, Mm -hmm. is not aggressively attacking you
0: back. No, because she started stabbing him while he was asleep, so it was kind of, he woke up and was, you know, trying to run. So I don't even think he thought to, like, fight back, you know.
1: I mean, by the time you start to get outside somebody attacking you, you kind of do. Mm-hmm. You kind of do, but this it's a mental thing mm-hmm. where this person doesn't want I don't think people holding credit mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. maybe this should be a whole psychological thing of opposed to being judged because not everybody's an attacker mm-hmm. and simultaneously, not even just everybody's an attacker um some people it sounds crazy enough for me to say that mm-hmm. some people really be in love, yeah, mm-hmm. like. If you so, attack me, Nisha, oh my God, I'd snap your throat. Oh. And then Tia would come in here, and then we have a whole big old gun war. She probably has more guns than me because she sounds gangster. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if somebody like my son attacked me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'd be confused.
0: Yeah, and you—that's like the whole Tyler Halley thing. Remember the guy that? Yeah, that's fair? what I'm that's, saying. That, you're right.
1: Is yeah. I, I wouldn't. React like that? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Whoa, what is going on, yeah. man? Holy yeah. crap!" I mean, I, I I would do that for you, but you are so involved with murder that I've already informed my family that if Nietzsche ever comes in here and trying to murder you, you better oh, be ready. My. Oh wow! Because you just you just get too much joy from murder. Well, thanks for that. I, guess. I mean, <laughs> you're you're welcome. You've earned it. You you definitely have earned it. You worked hard to sit here and be happily enjoying murder. But what I'm saying is that it's just a difference. It's just a difference. Mm -hmm. Of which I'm like, hey, that criminal should never get out until he be killed. Yeah. Because you're attacking somebody who's not attacking you. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm saying that.
0: Well, after she dragged him back aside, this this is about to get very rough. Are you ready? No. Okay, well, you have to get ready because I'm about to say it. So Catherine, after she stabbed him 37 times, she then waited a few hours after he died. At that point, she skinned him and hung the skin from the meat hook at the entrance of the house. So now she's treating him like, because remember, she has the slaughterhouse experience. So this is where this is going to kick in.
1: I don't know why you think this is This is exactly the process of which you treat meat. Like, what... It happens okay. after it's not actually good. if you say she treated it like a slaughterhouse I'm not gonna think that as brutal okay well this is that's a human that's an experience that's a being Oh. Okay. I think well. of all beings me personally I think of all beings the same especially dogs and humans oh. it's not that I don't sit here and have a disrespect for the animals but I'm like I feel like you sit here and think of a differentius oh, well. there's an essence inside there and that's why like Native Americans we used to thank them before we would kill them but then I mean we ain't killing you well, we're we gonna eat your meat because we refuse to then kill upon ourselves if well, we're gonna have protein that's how it's gonna come unless well, you're eating that shitload of nuts
0: well she she skinned him in one piece she left a small square of skin so basically the the remember when I told you she had stabbed him previously in the chest mm-hmm. so she left that piece uh the scar So it was like she wanted that to stay there, right? Well, no, that actually,
1: when you skin something, that actually messes up the texture of the skin to have that stab wound in there.
0: So she, so okay, so she decapitated Price and she cooked parts of his body. So basically what she did was she put his head in the pot and she served the meat with baked potato, pumpkin, beetroot, zucchini, cabbage, yellow squash, and gravy.
1: Am I horrible? Because that sounds good.
0: With a head though too? Or just
1: Cheek a... meat and and, yeah. and right, so oh, man. Ooh. That's that tender meat.
0: Oh hell no.
1: I... And with potatoes and the three different types, that sounds good.
0: Oh hell no. So she then set two places at the dinner table, and this was gonna be for his kids. She put the note she put notes the um before each plate, each of them having, you know, his kids' names on it. Because she was preparing to serve this to his kids when they got home from the slumber party. No,
1: that's why.
0: Yeah. Now a third meal was thrown on the back lawn for unknown reasons. It was speculated that either she was going to eat it or she was fe- feeding it to their dog.
1: That's the prime pieces.
0: No, my God. But she and she threw it out on the backyard. Oh my God.
1: Okay. Well, they made
0: So this has been put forward in support of her claim that she basically, because at some point she said she had no memory of doing this. Now, Price's head was found in a pot with the vegetables. The pot was still warm. It was estimated to be about 40 and 50 degrees.
1: Who told on her?
0: So, well, this is, I'm about to get to this right now, but I just wanted to get to the gruesome-ass crime scene. So, basically, she... You
1: should follow this more in order, like, well, what what it is well, first, that she lived in? Well, and how first she thought. Of
0: well, it. first, yes, first I have to do like you know the crime scene because she no just stabbed no this no man no, today.
1: no 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 you don't.
0: Yes, I do. No, you do You, she don't. Just you can sit and
1: say that you can say it in her perspective, in which she did the things that happened, the crime scene that come up with the stabbing because of what happened. There's gonna be the pot and all but that. Do and what you want to start
0: doing the research for these episodes? Because then you can say it in whatever order that you want to say it. In. Now, do you want to do the research for next week's episode?
1: Okay, ma'am. No, ma'am.
0: Okay. <laughs> now, as I was saying, so sometime later, Catherine arranged the body with the left arm draped over a, a, a two liter soda bottle and had the legs crossed because she took the skin off. So this is just all
1: muscle. Oh. And so. Over a two liter bottle?
0: Yeah, over a two liter bottle. So she, they, she was having soda with this and everything.
1: She was about to beer base these motherfuckers. She's going to have a good meal.
0: (laughs) Have a good meal. Yeah, this all happened at night and in the early morning. Now we're getting to the part to where, you know what I mean, she's about to get caught. Because at 6 o'clock a.m. the next day, a neighbor came home that became concerned that Price's car was still in the driveway. So, wait a
1: minute. You're saying it like the children didn't eat the meat. That's what I'm saying. No, they didn't eat
0: the meat because they was at the sleepover. I'm about but to get she to served
1: him. it, though.
0: No, she set the places at the table for when they came home.
1: For when they came Yeah, because remember, she had sent them to... A, sent them away. To, to, yeah,
0: so that she could kill his ass.
1: Yeah. But this was going to
0: be, when they came home, this was she was about to serve. I mean, I mean got when you caught. first
1: come home, you got a pot of stew? <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, that's okay, a good Okay, with your name kid. by it? That is so disgusting. And it's your daddy's glad,
0: head? I'm glad that they Woo! didn't come home. This, this, chick, is, this chick is white. This,
1: this chick is real. wild. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this chick
0: is nature. Oh, hell no.
1: Oh, I'm telling you, here. Look out, girl.
0: <laughs> now, apparently Price was always a man that went to work all the time, so the neighbor knew his routine, and they were worried because his car was still in the driveway. And on top of that, the co-workers was like, he didn't go to work. You know, so remember, he had said, I'm dead if, if I don't come to work the next day. That's
1: what I'm talking Girl, yeah. if I don't come to work, I'm dead? That's what he Who said. Who says that?
0: Yeah. Who like? Go
1: ahead.
0: So his employer sent a worker to see what was wrong. Now both the neighbor and the worker tried knocking on Price's bedroom window to wake him, but then they alerted the police after noticing blood smeared all on the front door. So stupid as part of the crime, at least clean up, right? Because that's they came straight to the house and seen the blood.
1: I feel like we're an advocate for trying to achieve crime. You say that I'm girl because
0: she didn't even clean up the blood. Like what? That's yeah, just, that's for you one that
1: on is the stupidest thing. Huh? You, you you go out with rubber gloves and the, the, the men in black. huh? Will well, Smith would be out there and all the shit, Racing people's memories, I've wiping been, the blind, the the, the the crime scene, scene, all that. Well, I just,
0: this, I'm just saying what I would have
1: done. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's man. what I said. You would have Will Smith out there. Yeah, I wiping <laughs> motherfuckers' memories.
0: Now this is what happened. So the police finally broke down the back door and then they found his body. And Catherine Knight was comatose from taking a large number of pills. So she had tried to kill herself, which is, you know, probably why she didn't care about getting caught. She thought she was going to be dead. But it's important to know that after they found this, this was the most gruesome crime scene in Australian history. There was cops that actually quit their jobs after seeing this crime scene because it was so disgusting.
1: It sounds horrible.
0: It was horrible. And, yeah, a lot of them, and a lot of and the people. This that,
1: is going to be a two-part? Because, I mean, we already hour and a half in this. No, now.
0: no, it's actually almost done, believe it or not. Now, believe it or not, after so after they saw these, a lot of people equipped their jobs or they needed extensive counseling, and this is going to be including the jury as well. Because remember, when you serve on the jury, you have to look at all these crime scene photos, and it's disgusting. So imagine one of there and you're seeing skin hanging from the meat hook, you know, a body laying there with the muscles. It's just so disgusting.
1: Yeah, it's a butcher house.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. He treated him
1: like he was meat.
0: So but basically. According to the blood evidence that they saw smeared all over the place, he had, even when he woke up, because she started stabbing him in his sleep, he had tried to turn on the light before attempted to run. You know what I mean? So there was blood all over the lamp and everything like that. Now, after he managed to open the front door, she dragged him back inside, you know, and she did all these horrible things to him.
1: she Like I said, you're monetizing. He... Got stabbed and didn't mm. know what was happening. Right. And went over to the lamp to try and figure it out.
0: <laughs> you're about to try to cut the light on while and you're in the middle you're trying cut started. the light on it's and sad.
1: somebody stab it it's on not, you. Yeah, it's, it's not you funny. And like, but... you're you yelling like, babe, somebody in here. Ah, <laughs> goddamn, somebody in here. Stab it. Oh, shit. Oh, goddamn. Somebody in here. Run. 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 Save yourself. Save yourself. <laughs> And then you get the light on and it's her.
0: Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. I, but when I was researching this case, I was like, wait a minute. If I'm getting stabbed, I'm going to stretch the door. I don't think I'm going to try to cut the light on. But then but, that makes sense, but him, he's
1: trying to be a warning thing. Like, oh. that's why. That's what I was thinking of that, too. Yeah, I was, but like, I was like, who tries to cut the light on? It's somebody that doesn't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. They that got stabbed sense. a couple times. They're like, hey, hey, red alert, baby, back up. Somebody's in here. They They're crazy. It's you. Damn, that's crazy. He didn't believe you stabbed him that much that he was trying to turn lights on. See,
0: shots. Oh my God, he, that makes it even more sadder though. I don't even be. I'm not trying to laugh, but that makes it even sadder because especially when he almost got out the house and she dragged him back. No, you
1: stay laughing. Like, he hey, wait a, a be, minute. <laughs>
0: Whoa, but well, listen to what she did after that. Like before she even started flaying him and stuff, she went to Aberdeen and withdrew a thousand dollars from his account at an ATM. So, yeah, I'm like, but then you try to kill yourself. So, what was the $1,000 for? Like, did you think you weren't going to kill yourself and you needed the $1,000? She thought
1: least? she was going to get away with it. I mean, like, there's yeah, somebody t- like, in, your, in your type of mindset where if felt like the crime was perfect enough.
0: And then, I, yeah, because I was like, okay, so what you withdraw the $1,000 for? But I guess that makes sense. Wow, that's that's crazy. So now, okay, so basically she, you know, like I said, she had tried to kill herself. You know what I mean? So they're in there now and everything. And she ended up getting rushed to the hospital. And Catherine had left a handwritten note on top of a photograph of Price as well. And it was bloodstained and it was covered with small pieces of flesh. So this is what the police found. So on this note, she said, time got you back, Jonathan, for... And this was very, very badly misspelled, but she spelled it rapping, but she meant raping my daughter. You you back for Ross, for little John, my son. Now play with little John's dick. I I don't even understand what his the note meant, but basically in the note she was trying to say that he was raping no, her no, kids. No, 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 no,
1: just read the note.
0: The note says, time got you back, Jonathan, for rapping my daughter you back for Ross for little John now play with little John's dick John Price so this but it came out in court that basically that note meant she was saying she was trying to accuse him of raping her kids which turned out to not be true at all she was trying to frame him for raping her kids and then (coughs) saying that this is why she killed him which it turned out that that wasn't true at all and she admitted Mm. it wasn't true Oh my so, head. so that that further admitted that I think in her mind, like I, I, she was kind of all over the place. She was like, "Okay, I'm going to leave this though. That way, I'll have a good reason. No, I'm just going to kill myself." Like she didn't really know what she wanted to do. As she wanted to get away with the murder, but she wanted to die. So you know, when she got better from out of the hospital, of course she had to stand trial. Well, she, because she, remember, she overdosed herself on pills. They found her comatose. So okay, before they could, and... Yeah, before they could arrest her, they had to, of course, you know, take her to the hospital. Uh-huh. She did get arrested. Night, and, and so initially, she wanted to plead guilty to manslaughter, but that got rejected. And she was arraigned on March 2nd, 2001, on the charge of murdering him, in which she wanted to enter a plea of not guilty. So her trial was fixed for July 23rd, 2001, but she had to go, uh, undergo a mental health evaluation. So it was rescheduled for October 15th of 2001. So when the trial began, um, it was 60 people of the jury. That's, that's how many people they, you know, had to pick from for the jury pool. And, a lot of people was asking to be excused because they said it's just too much with the photographic evidence and stuff like that. So they had a very hard time getting a jury because nobody could really look at this. So Catherine Knight's uh, attorney, they was basically what happened was Catherine Knight actually changed her plea to guilty. So they didn't have to... <laughs> Why are you running on my foot?
1: Did That's... you
0: get some ashes on my feet?
1: You need to re-record. I was doing that as a subtlety, as me sitting here stepping on your toes and all. Oh, type of I was shit. like,
0: you didn't step on my toes.
1: This was not a seduction moment. Uh, I, was like, what? <laughs> I did step on toes. Buddha
0: is a feet rubber.
1: Oh. I don't
0: know what's going on. And I, I was like, all of a sudden, I think you had too much today because all of a sudden, no, I think he thought know, he, I think you know he know thought he what... spilled something on my foot, so he just I started.
1: Did not... <laughs> I was giving you the respect as guy almost uh, as people does when they have nice shoes
0: oh. and you
1: step on their shoes or foot on accident, and I gave you the respectable rub off. Thank
0: you, but
1: you didn't step on my foot. I did. Clearly, you did. You got some scales on that mofo. <laughs> so not even know. What? Oh, oh girl, you know, I felt my the vibration. You know, I, I, went. Oh, look at this. Boop. I'm no, on your foot oh, now. No, Do you know, no. Do you know, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: okay. Back to Catherine Knight. Well,
1: I'm just saying.
0: Okay. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. So Catherine Knight ended up changing her plea to guilty because all of so basically all of the psychiatric evaluations came back that she was fit to stand trial. She changed her plea to guilty. So at that point, a jury was not needed because she was going to go ahead and plead guilty in court. So it did say that you know. Catherine Knight's legal team had planned to defend Catherine by saying that she had amnesia, dissociation, and basically this claim was supported by most psychiatrists. She also had the borderline, you know, personality disorder. And so two psychiatrists concluded that Knight did suffer from the borderline personality disorder as well. Now, no reason has ever been given for the guilty plea, and despite giving it, Catherine Knight still refused to accept responsibility for her actions. So at the sentencing hearing, Catherine Knight's lawyers requested that she be excused because a lot of this, she didn't even want to hear or see the pictures, even though she was the one that did the murder. But the application was refused. So they made her stay in the courtroom and look at everything that she did. Yes. So basically Timothy Lyons took the stand and described the skinning and the decapitation and said that Catherine Knight became hysterical and had to be sedated in the courtroom. Because it was like, she just couldn't believe it. But again, you committed the murder. You did all this stuff. But when witnesses was talking about what happened and law enforcement was talking about what happened, like she started screaming and crying. On November 8th, Justice O'Keefe pointed out that the nature of the crime and Catherine Knight's lack of remorse required a severe penalty. He sentenced her to life imprisonment and he also gave her no parole. Now it is important to say that she was the first person in all of Australian history to be sentenced to life with no parole. Typically, Australia is kind of like Canada, and they believe more like in rehabilitation. So, like I always say, like if you're gonna commit a crime, go to Canada because like there they have a lot like lower you know penalties. But she was the first person in the history to get this. This is how bad but this crime
1: again, was. Canada doesn't have these type of crimes like that. Probably. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll go over some. There has been some a lot of people that... There has been some people, and I have some Canada crimes on the list, so we're going oh, to about man. them too. Yeah, this happens. Yes, Because
1: I plan on moving to Canada, and I think it is like Mecca. It yeah. It's the place to be.
0: And I'm sorry, I want to correct myself. It says this was the first time that this had been imposed on a woman in Australian history. Okay. So Yeah, so typically, there, you know, just in general, it's a lot, a lot more lenient, but she was really, like this case was the most gruesome case in australian history now in june 2006 katherine knight appealed her life sentence she claimed that the penalty of life in prison without the possibility of parole was too severe for this killing so justices peter mcclellan michael adams and megan latham dismissed the appeal in the new south wales court of criminal appeal in september and Justice McClellan wrote in his judgment, this was an appalling crime, almost beyond contemplation in a civilized society. So basically she is now at the Silver Women's Correctional Center and it said that she rules the prison basically. And But she's changed, like she... She is like everyone's Nana. They was like how she was, how she was beating everybody up and stuff. They was like in prison, like she mentors young girls and she, they call her Nana in prison and she makes headphones. She loves to knit. She's the most popular inmate and priest baker. They say even the guards respect her and love her, but she is still a category four inmate, which is considered the most dangerous inmate. And the prison that she's at, she's not even allowed. She can never go outside again, even to, like, go, like, on the yard or anything. So she will never see the light of day again, like, literally.
1: Okay. And
0: that is the end of that. That is the story of Catherine Knight. That was crazy, wasn't it?
1: Uh, no. It wasn't as crazy as you think. Yeah. The ending.
0: (laughs) How she just changed, like, all of a sudden she's like Nana.
1: No, it's not. I don't think and this is the first time I'm going to go from the ending first mm-hmm. and I think it's because of the fact that I've heard a lot of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've done amateur boxing. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this for a reason. Please bear with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a, a, a 30 seconds. Maybe, maybe even two minutes of your time. Okay.
0: At the most. Yes, well, the listeners need to hear this.
1: But bear with me. I've done amateur boxing, and that is the forefront of what I will say. I've had of confrontation, other than being tactically trained in close quarter combat because I wanted to become a police officer. Mm-hmm. I was a security guard for years, mm-hmm. an armed guard, private guard for years, and I couldn't tell a lot about my life. Mm-hmm. And I lost all the friends because it was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I and I'm I'm telling you, I was on low level stuff, man. I didn't even do high level stuff, but. What I will say is that when you have interactions Mm
0: -hmm.
1: with people, some people are on the other side, but they're brilliant. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when I say the other side, I'm not talking about Darth Vader. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Is I have run across interactions where some people have thought things through so well mm-hmm. that for this cause, that they're doing it, the people that even follow them, it's a justification. Mm-hmm. And... Let me tell you, I am not a person that's gonna say this system is perfect. Mm-hmm. That's what draws a lot of people that are Republican or Democrat. Mm-hmm. Both parties in which stand. Mm-hmm. there's there's way more political parties than that. And we mm-hmm. only acknowledge those as if they're the things like this. But even those with the ones that the biggest left or right is what they call it. Understanding of interaction of politics mm-hmm. sees that there are things that go on mm-hmm. that get kind of brushed. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And also there are things that happen that get accepted. Like with, I'm going to show my age mm-hmm. uh, only because it's happened recently. But remember, Al-Qaeda used to be a bad thing. You remember that? What
0: is Al-Qaeda?
1: Well, now you're talking about the new regiment of government that is run by the Middle East. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll when you're that. talking about t- people that used to be terrorists, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. When I think the Middle East... Oh, my God, I've been drinking. I wish I wasn't drinking at this moment. Yes, I was wondering. It's a that. terrorist group that now has been taking over. Taliban.
0: Oh, ta- okay, yeah. I know what the Taliban, Taliban is. also mm-hmm.
1: is another that just recently, when you used to hear Taliban, you'd be like, oh, that's so horrible. But now they actually run the, the uh, Middle Eastern government. Oh. So now we're doing contracts with them. And now we're going to rewrite that in history to be a good guy.
0: Is that why you're like, is, so this, that kind of relates because Catherine Knight is nana now in prison? Is that what you're saying? Like, No, like, what t- I'm
1: saying is, is a disrespect. Is when you run across a certain level of... I, wouldn't, I don't want to say criminal
0: mm-hmm.
1: because American history rewrites criminals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We all remember that casinos was run by mobs. We all know that. Scarface mm-hmm. is one of our favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Now corporates run them and they ran the mob out of their own business doing it better. Mm-hmm. Doing exactly this is the thing that's scary is doing exactly what the mob did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they felt that infrastructure worked so, you go and challenge the casino, you could still end up buried in a fucking desert somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's not like that's not happening. Right. But because it's so organized, the government accepts it because it's something that they cannot defeat. Mm-hmm. So, there's an organization, this is what we're going to cope with.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, why, why am I saying all that? It's because there's certain people that have the ability to do that Mm -hmm. there's always going to be people that's going to be shooting and killing and trying to take somebody's purse right but there's people that are beyond that level of thinking that can then organize this that's what I'm saying is the dangerousness of this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when she goes to jail and she's running to prison I feel like you disrespected what she was Mm -hmm. she's not a fool Mm-hmm. She's obviously defeated your system multiple times, being within a 24-hour time span of making you guys even believe that she has been reformed. Yeah, coming out and attacking the same person. This is what I was saying. In multiple of the things that we said and we've interaction I'm sounding like a broken record on it, but there's people that are aware of the system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's people that's kind of like Joker. You know, everybody thinks the Joker's really cool, and Joker is not insane. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm one of the people. Joker's not insane. Mm-hmm. Joker's not crazy. He's not random either. It I seems love Joker. That. And a lot of yeah. that's, that's what makes it scary of society. Then you don't, then you do, but you don't understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is when you talk about a person like Joker, they are a person of full conscious mind. Right. Of coming out of the reform of what will be. Society where we stop ourselves to where you because cops are only kind of like backup aid people. Mm-hmm. That's what people that in their hood, and that's why Chris and Bloods were born. The people are in the hood knowing that cops don't protect you, quote unquote. Even in jail, that's why there's a whole series of a movie a show called Oz, yeah. or just the New Black. Yeah, there's Whitworth. multiple, yeah. right? There's multiple yeah. prison shows mm-hmm. where you're supposed to be in an environment where the cops control it, and they still don't.
0: Yeah, it. oh look, there's a whole bunch of prison killings, stabbings, like you know, All, what I mean? and, they, yeah. and even if the cops
1: you... say they can't stop that. No, they can't because they're not.
0: That. i think they're, they're there to make sure you don't escape but they're not there to protect you like, right they're not there to make sure right. nobody's something that a lot of yeah.
1: civilization is starting to realize
0: yeah you're in there you're like in the hunger games i feel like when you're in prison you're, you're yes. in the hunger games you're in the hunger Games. <laughs> yeah fuck that i'm already and if yeah. you
1: happen to stand up survive with a good enough good enough, good enough story yeah to back up what you did you are okay Denzel Washington said it the best, and that's why he won an Oscar. And people was like, Why he went the Oscar? And he played Martin he played Malcolm X and he played this guy because he was a true depictation of America. Yeah. You know, like childish Gambino. This is America. Yeah. Don't get <laughs> me slipping now.
0: <laughs> Don't get
1: me slipping at because yeah. this is this is America. Yeah. Is that's why Denzel was nominated for the Oscar mm-hmm. for playing that villain because people related that was America that is mm-hmm. America mm-hmm. and what was his famous words it's not what's the truth it's what you can prove
0: yeah
1: he said that all the time while doing these deeds yeah and people that's America
0: yeah
1: that's America Is mm-hmm. was scarily the point
0: yeah
1: is that he's smart enough to understand this system and understand how even you're gonna penalize them. Mm-hmm. And so some of that becomes negligent because you already got a plan for that contingency, is what America, when you see the just judicial system, where we feel like the average person who's not doing that. Mm-hmm. We feel like this injustice and we look over at this bad guy that we thought was gonna get this big penalty. And oh, yeah, they got this guy. And then this guy works your system. Yeah this is why bad guys get hero-tized. Mm-hmm. this is why we look at Johnny and uh, B- Bonnie and Clyde mm-hmm. like heroes
0: yeah
1: because they're working the flaw of your system mm-hmm. and you can't stop it right. this is why the mobs still have movies coming out the mobs have been supposed to been some mob has supposedly been dead for 80 years yeah but we're still putting movies out about it
0: well, yeah, and this is a prime example. How many men did she abuse before she murdered this man? And I mean, nothing happened. She had to literally kill somebody to get put away for life. To get
1: put away, but then you disrespect you know? her mind. Mm-hmm. To put her in a system in which she can't technically be killed without somebody being penalized. Mm-hmm. She can't be attacked. She going to be in interactions to where she rules that system. Of course, she does. Yeah, in my mind. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Because she already. Figure it out. It's like a video game. She already figured out the cheat code. Yeah. You guys can't and you want, and she figured it out. Mm-hmm. If you've ever watched uh, God of War with Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah. Lord of War with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: the guy he's always chasing kind of laughing at him because it's the rules of the system. Yeah. And she's already figured that out. Yeah. So if you put her there with Nova, bro, she's laughing at you. Yeah. To her death. Yeah. Because now, not only does she has people following her, and she can't be killed without somebody doing some type of recourse, she can't even be hurt. People bringing her food, she's getting treated like a goddamn queen. Now she has legal people. And you can say, even the guardsmen respect yeah. her. Interest. Now yeah. she even have the people who are supposedly mm-hmm. s- your protectors
0: mm-hmm.
1: on her side, too. Yeah. It makes stuff like that to the common person that's working every day, like me, that's not making thirty, forty dollars an hour, which doesn't even sound that crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a dream yeah. to some people. It makes me be like, why would I do that then? When I, why would I even try?
0: Yeah, I feel you. Like the the justice system is fucked up in that way. And like certain people can rule like this happens a lot. Depending on you and stuff like that. You can literally like rule the prison. Where you have people on your side and everything. And you give orders and you do this.
1: As being a complete criminal. Yeah. And we praise you? Yeah. And you get affirmation?
0: And she got a nickname of Nana, so like you're the prison (laughs) grandmother. And yeah. You look up
1: to you and aspire for you? Yeah. Why?
0: Well, you think about it. Why am I
1: wasting my time?
0: Well, you think about it. You get more praise in prison than you did in the outside world. Because were you a queen in the outside world? No, but you go there and everyone's looking up to you.
1: Bro, I've worked for Amazon.
0: Yeah.
1: That's one of the biggest corporations in the world, run by one of the richest men in the world. And it sounds like this inmate gets more praise with inmates and mm-hmm. from the police state workers, mm-hmm. guys from federal government mm-hmm. that are workers. She gets more praise from them than I ever got.
0: Damn. I didn't even think about it. That's deep though. That's deep. If you think about it, like a lot of these killers, they do get more praise than people in the outside world. They're glorified. I was working in the
1: pandemic when people needed the supplies. and could not go outside. I was working for Amazon during that time. Look it up. mm mm-hmm. I was working for them and got extra pay for the fact that I was working through oh, the yeah. pandemic for something that, that was a necessity. And hey,
0: you worked long hours. You really I was like, working yeah. 12 to
1: 14 hour days. Yeah. Shipping it out. Yeah. And they get more, this killer
0: mm-hmm. gets
1: more recognition by the cops, the government themselves.
0: Oh, you know, that's not even it. You know that they have a website and I forgot what it's called, but you can order serial killer bobbleheads. There's no freaking bobbleheads of you and me out there. There's no. But you can get a serial killer bobblehead. For like, the person dude. that kept
1: your life going, doing wow. a tragedy.
0: Wow, this is a tragedy. Like, this just got hella deep. Because they really get more praise than, that, like, people in the outside world.
1: It's a disrespect. That's Damn. what I was saying. It's a disrespect. So,
0: you got to kill somebody, they you just get praise. It makes
1: the average. That's one of the reasons why uh, crime rate is so high now. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why people are buying guns and gun buying is so high now. That's one of the reasons why people feel like they're like, fuck this whole system. Yeah. And that whole sense. With the and we, Walmart is shutting down. I told you that. Yeah. In states, In Oregon, they're shutting yeah. it down because yeah. the average person gets shitted on, while the bad guy, if he's really good at it, gets praised. Yeah. This whole hacking conventions, I shit you not, you guys, I'll Google it. The hundred people that listen, we don't got that many, but there is an actual convention started by Apple where they hire people for being hackers. They will bring out a program system and put out an award on anybody that can hack it.
0: Damn, I didn't know that. It's, it, it is, <laughs> I did not uh, know that shit.
1: Yeah, it is. It is kind of like Comic Con, uh-huh. but it, I think it's called Geek uh, GeekCon. I forgot what it's called. Hacker Con. You get
0: some money for uh, you, get... but you
1: get paid for being a hacker. Wow, you get paid for being. a Okay, illegal. how do you
0: apply for that job? Because you're just bringing you up jobs that first... I don't know where the fucked up. This is the, it's the shit sad
1: part. And this guy what? that taught me and I was in an A plus class certified by the government. Uh-huh. It was on a government grant uh-huh. that I got an A plus certification. Through the government grant of Sacramento in California, I was taught by a hacker uh-huh. that got arrested. Oh it my, was what? freaking awesome.
0: Okay, so how do you apply for the
1: job, then? You have to hack. So you, you have to go against the system enough, with enough recognition, and smartly enough to where they respect you.
0: Wow, well...
1: They pay people to hack. Apple does it every year. It's an annual thing. If you hack the things, they give you a job.
0: Okay, you guys you hear that? This is a job, so tell all your kids. Norton,
1: almost right? every fire almost every fire computer that you ever seen that protects you from hackers was written by a hacker.
0: Well, everybody, put your kids in college, or don't put your kids in college. I don't. Know. Do you go to college for that? <laughs> right. So See? Be a hacker See? I'm like, because I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate for college all the way. But I'm like, wait, they don't teach that in they college because they're not supposed college. to, right? It's
1: so it and, becomes and, a right. confusing conundrum for the average wage person about being successful.
0: What is the starting wage?
1: Girl, he didn't look like he was drinking red. He never drank water. I will tell you that he always had Red Bulls. Oh, um, so I don't know
0: damn well do you know what we're going to study next week or what, why I say study you got to say study like talk about next week do you know what our case next week is a hacker <laughs> no we're actually going to be talks we're going to be talking about next week we're going to talk about the case of Rodney Reed and that's a very important case to talk about because I'm not sure if we have the right man on death row for this so we're going to talk about it is a possibility he's innocent so oh, yeah so this, I and i think this is the first case that we talked about where the guy might be innocent and it's it's really up in the air so yeah if he is innocent we want to get justice for Rodney reed and we're going to go into it next week
1: well he's in canada no he's but not right in canada. now he's innocent yeah he said, I want
0: to <laughs> no he's not in canada unfortunately he's in the united states because canada doesn't have a death penalty so if he was in canada he may he probably would be well i don't off. know
1: if i'd go to canada for that i yeah. do believe in the death penalty yeah
0: yeah <laughs> but well we'll talk about it next week but in the meantime make sure you keep liking and following us on instagram hot garbage show facebook hot garbage show and follow my tiktok i'm gonna get better with posting on my tiktok it's author nisha so yes we that's
1: will- not the same author don't associate arthur nisha with
0: oh well i still want people to follow the tiktok you just read it because i because, because you know what i post about my books on there too so you know i post about my books and i post about the cases and i just post a bit a little bit about everything that i do on there so yeah i think i might start posting yeah you might want to start posting but in the meantime everyone take care and watch your back out there